0: bum 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 welcome to the AT&WB podcast I am your host Chris Booker-Taylor and joining me is myself as I discuss the first issue of the DC comic DC meets Looney Tunes. So the first issue is The Legion of Superheroes meets Bugs Bunny. And the first part of that story is entitled The Imposter Superboy, written by Sam Humphreys, and the penciler is Tom Grummett. So in the story, Dream Girl has a dream that Superboy will save Supergirl in the 31st century. And we find out at the beginning of the story that Supergirl is sick, for she has Rigel fever or Rigel fever, from a previous issue. And then you start reading the editor's notes, and they start getting very silly with the editor's notes. It's very very funny. It's well, it's very silly. It's just it's very silly. I think it's a neat idea. So Supergirl has Rigel fever, and the they find out from Brainiac 5's robot computer that the cure for her disease is back in the 21st century since it's currently the 31st century. Brainiac 5 sends his robot computer back in time to capture Superboy who they all keep talking about which then they reveal a statue of who is actually Superman Clark Kent. So they're kind of saying in the 31st century that Superman accidentally gets remembered as Superboy. It's very silly. And when we go back in time, we see Bugs Bunny in Smallville planting baby carrots. And by baby carrots, I mean carrots dressed as babies. Brainiac 5 programmed Computo to love. So when looking for Superboy, Computo accidentally goes down and finds Bugs Bunny because love. And Bugs... Also has these super glowy carrots that can make his carrot crop grow within a day. So Computo brings Bugs to the Legion of Superheroes Citadel in the 31st century. And Bugs wakes up and they ask for a blood, a blood sample to get the Illidium Phostex from his DNA since he lived in that time of that stuff. Illidium Fostex was lost in the 24th and a half century which is a clear and beautiful reference to Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century, which was a Looney Tunes short that turned into an entire TV series. Bugs then gets into an argument about leaving with one of the superheroes, which is just like the rabbit season, duck season, and he swaps it on the guy who then yells, you need to leave here now. So then Bugs goes to leave. And then one of the the other superheroes thinks that Bugs may have superpowers because he just made that one superhero change his mind. Bugs then pulls a bone out of nowhere and throws it, and another superhero goes and runs and chases after it, who's also been thinking about food this entire time. Throws the bone through the window, and again, the superhero runs out of the window. Again, they think Bugs Bunny is special... And he must um, have some type of teleportation ability because he just pulled that bone out of nowhere. Bugs then transforms himself into Wonder Woman. And now they are convinced that he's a superhero because he can change shape. She even says, he's not loony. He's a superhero. Then Validus attacks. Bugs Bunny goes to leave, but then stops, picks up an atomic carrot and says... Logistically speaking, sometimes it's really inconvenient to have a conscience, you know, and then Bugs turns into Super Bugs, which is basically Bugs Bunny and Superman's costume with all of Superman's powers. Turns out Computo planned the entire thing. He brought back Bugs instead of Superman and sent the bad guy to kill everyone, and then became the hero to save the day with angst, something that Bugs Bunny does not have because he's in love with Brainiac 5. Computo melts and Bugs uses his final special carrot to reinvigorate Supergirl from death and go back to the 21st century. Then, again, in the 31st century, we see that instead of just the Superman, aka Superboy statue they have, there's now a statue of Superman and Super Bugs Bunny. Classy. That's the end of the issue. That story... In particular is broken into five different chapters which I think is pretty interesting for a comic book so then you get to the end of the story and then there's another story called the called Tales of the Legion of Superheroes and as you start reading it you realize it's the same story that you just read previously but instead this one's written and drawn by Juan Manuel Ortiz and then Special Thanks is going to Mark Prado. And this one has more of a older comic book style while the original one had more of a new neo comic book style to it. So, honestly the, the other one felt more like a DC comic while this one feels like a really early DC comic or even Maybe this is more cartoony and more Looney Tunes than the other one, and in this one, Bugs is dressed as Superman the entire time to transform his carrots, and that's then Computer sees him dressed as Superman and brings him back, and then Bugs is really silly. I think the the silliness plays here better than it played in the previous one, with Bugs. Like they try to be silly in the other one I felt like it fell flat a little, while this one you can tell they're being more silly. Maybe again it's because the it's drawn a little more silly. So the same thing happens again in the story. And again, it ends with Supergirl being saved by Bugs, and then there being a statue of Bugs and Superman as the final frame. This is a really interesting lesson in story writing where you have the same idea for the story the same outline but then you have two different writers go and write it and write the dialogue and they turn out completely different but still they have the same push the same drive the same momentum and the same spine they still tell the same story but they tell it with completely different dialogue and completely different way Again, it's a really cool it's it's a really cool way of uh, reading a story. That's it for this episode of the AT and WB podcast. I was your host, Chris Booker Taylor. You can find me online at Zeitchrist. Again, you can find me on Reddit talking about Fathiers in The Last Jedi and how Luke Skywalker literally skywalks spoilers at the end of The Last Jedi, which I think is pretty badass and incredible. Also, just completely random, I think I should throw this out now, before, I think I should just throw this out there, that they announced a new Buffy series, like a reboot or a revamp, LOL, get it? Revamp a Buffy. It should just be called Buffy Revamp. And they didn't announce a network, and I'm thinking that it's actually going to be on the Disney streaming app because Disney's buying at Fox, Fox owns Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and once this happens, I could actually see the Buffy universe being folded into the Marvel universe. I mean, Buffy, after all, her last name is Summers, and she is named after Scott Summers, Cyclops from X-Men. So, a lot of the characters are based off of X-Men, and... Marvel characters already so it would make sense for Buffy to become part of the Marvel universe but again that's just me thinking super far in the future Buffy is going to be owned by Disney very soon well again that's it for the 18 WB podcast uh neck the next episode will be the Martian Manhunter meets Marvin the Martian which is going to be amazing I cannot wait to read that issue, and then tell you how it is. Again, this is Chris, signing off. Rawr! This has been a full dinosaur production.